Happy holidays. We are back with another episode of Around the League. Uh, This is not the last one of the year. I will be doing a special college football playoff preview on New Year's Eve. So that will be Sunday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, If you're into college football and really looking forward to the playoffs this year, that should be a very good episode to listen to. I hope you will enjoy that one. Um, But we are going to get started in today's episode with the MLB and Yamamoto out of Japan signs with the Dodgers to a 12-year, $325 million deal. And Rowdy Telez signs with the Pittsburgh Pirates to a one-year, $3.2 million deal. The Rays trade Tyler Glass now to the Dodgers, and then he signed a five-year, $136.5 million extension. So now LA has now spent over $1 billion in free agency on just two players, and even more on three players. I mean, that... That is insane, you know, I mean, just the amount of money that they have spent, the amount of talent that they have brought in, um, but I think now a lot of the pressure falls on Dave Roberts to get this all figured out, and we've seen this in the past, especially recently, where teams have kind of assembled these super teams, we've seen it, we've seen it in the M- MLB, and we've seen the NBA a lot recently, Um, but a lot of times they don't work out, you know, they might be insanely good teams on paper, but once it gets to playing games and in the season, they just don't work out. Look at how the Mets ended up. Look at the Padres. They haven't, the Mets, you know, haven't had good playoffs. Um, the Padres haven't had good in, um, haven't had it good in the playoffs. So, um, You know, I think there is going to be a lot of pressure on Dave Roberts to um, succeed with all of this talent that is now on their roster. I mean, they were a World Series caliber team before adding these three players, and now they just did, and there's some pretty high expectations in L.A. this year. Hunter Renfro signs with the Royals to a two-year, $13 million deal. Andrew McCutcheon signs with a one-year, $5 million extension with the Pirates to stay with them. The Brewers trade Adrian Hauser and Tyrone Taylor to the New York Mets. And Lourdes Gurriel Jr. signs a three-year, $42 million extension with the Diamondbacks. So, offseason starting to heat up a little bit after the Otani, but still got Cody Bellinger, still got Blake Snell, a couple of those big names are still on the market available so um we will have to wait and see who they end up signing with in college football air force beats james madison 31 to 21 northwestern beats utah 14 to 7 and northwestern won one game last year and then uh their head coach turns them around and they win a bowl game against Utah, which is not an easy opponent. They're very good. They've played in the Rose Bowl the past couple years. So um, very good win for Northwestern and for their football program. Some bowl games to watch in the coming couple of days. We have North Carolina versus West Virginia in the Dukes Mayo Bowl. Louisville versus USC in the Holiday Bowl. So Caleb Williams' last chance 
to um, his last game in the Trojans uniform before he goes to the NFL. Um, High should be a very high draft pick, so we'll see where he goes. And then Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl. In college basketball, I mean, once again, it has just been a crazy season, and it has not slowed down whatsoever. You, um, with UConn beating Gonzaga 76-63, to Kansas holds off Indiana 75-71, to Michigan State upsets undefeated Baylor 28-64, to so now only a very small amount of number one teams, if only one or two, are left. Memphis beats Clemson 79-77. to Purdue beat the undefeated number one team in the country, Arizona, 92-84. to Kentucky beat UNC 87-83. Creighton beats Alabama 85-82. And Memphis handles Virginia 77-54. And Providence upsets top 10 ranked Marquette 72-57. And then Duke hands Baylor their second loss 78-70. And UNC ends Oklahoma's undefeated season 81-69. Villanova upsets Creighton 68-66 in overtime. And Arizona beat Alabama 87-74. And then FAU upset Arizona 96-95 in a very good game. So those are um, a couple of the scores from the past week or so in college basketball. Taking a little bit break for the holidays right now. But... Um, when we get back, getting in more conference play, which should be very exciting. That is always very fun to watch. So um, be on the lookout for that. And then just as a little fun thing before the new year, uh, I did a way too early Final Four prediction for this year. And I think I've said it before, but this year's college basketball season has been just crazy. So many number one seeds getting knocked off. Um, so many top 10 teams getting upset by unranked teams. I mean, it's it's been crazy, and it's been very fun to watch. So, um, some final four predictions. I think Houston, they are one of the only undefeated teams left, and they are looking very good. They have very good defense, best in the nation. So, I think that will lead them to the final four. UConn, the defending champions, they have had a couple of losses recently, a couple tough losses, but overall, they're looking really good. Um, they have had a couple minor injury problems early in the season, but overall, I think they'll get you know these little kinks figured out, and they are they're poised to make a good run in the final four. Our third team is Marquette. Once again, along with UConn, they've had some tough losses against unranked teams, but. You know, last year they were looking really good, but this year they are looking even better. So I'm really excited to see them play, and I think that they should make a very good run this year. And then our my fourth team is Kentucky. A little bit of a wild card here. Um, you know, you might be saying, well, where's Purdue? Where's Kansas? Purdue, I just think... Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Last year with losing in the first round, I guess I'm just a little nervous to put them very far just because of what happened last year. And then Kansas, um, you know, they just haven't looked as dominant 
um, you know, the season as they have in other seasons. And I think a lot of times, you know, those really big schools, those really big name schools that are really high seeds, you know, the past couple of years, they've got knocked out pretty early. So I'm putting Kentucky in here. They're looking pretty good this season. In the NBA, the Pistons lose their 26th straight game. They are now tied for the longest streak in a single season. I mean, this is this is not good. At this point, this is pretty bad. 26 straight games, that is not super great. And it's not a good look for the Pistons. Um, you know, they've been trying to get things figured out for a couple years now. They had the number one overall pick, and they chose Cade Cunningham a couple years ago. But, you know... Really, anything they're trying to do hasn't been working, and now it's getting to an all-time low. Um, John Morant makes his return to the Grizzlies, and he led them to a win. Um, a lot of people are saying that he could lead them into a deep playoff run. I'm not sure about that. Um, I think there are some very good teams in the West this year. The Nuggets are looking really good. The Timberwolves. Um, the Mavericks are looking pretty good. So, you know, there's a couple pretty good teams in the West this year. So it'll definitely be tough. But the Grizzlies are not looking too bad so far. And then the Christmas the Christmas Day games. Um, always exciting to watch every year. The Knicks beat the Bucks 129 to 122. Jalen Brunson had 38 points in that one. The Nuggets beat the Golden State Warriors 120 to 114. The Celtics beat the Lakers 126 to 115 in another game of that big rivalry. And then Miami beats Philadelphia 119 to 113. And the Mavericks beat the Suns 128 to 114. Luka Doncic had 50 points in that one, so a big performance from him kind of boosts his MVP case here earlier in the season and then into the nfl only have a couple weeks left in the season so some scores from the past two weekends um the raiders blew out the chargers 63 to 21 it was 42 is nothing at halftime um and then after the game the chargers head coach brandon staley got fired um just not a great game for the chargers couldn't figure out anything offensively in the first half the raiders defense played very well in that one so great win for the raiders but not a great game for the chargers the Bengals beat the vikings 27 to 24 the lions handle denver broncos 42 to 17 buffalo beat dallas 31 to 10 um, to kind of prove to everyone there that they are a legitimate contender. Um, they have a very good team, but, you know, just hasn't really contributed. You know, it hasn't really carried over to the field this year so far, but they are looking very good. They have been for the past couple of weeks. The Ravens beat the Jaguars 23-7. to uh, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence left with a concussion. He... Um, I believe he did play this past weekend, um, but he had a shoulder injury. So he's been dealing with injury the past couple of weeks. He had an ankle injury, then the concussion, now the shoulder injury. So, um, we'll have to see his status for this coming weekend. 
And then the Seahawks beat the Eagles 20-17. to A lot of people are worried about the Eagles. I, I am a little bit worried about them too. I think they haven't been playing their best their past couple of games. And they just really haven't looked like the team that they were a year ago when they made it to the Super Bowl. Um, they, they really haven't. They, you know, just defense. Their defense was incredible last year, but this year just really not at the same level. And, you know, not everything's been clicking so far. Um, so I think we might need to be a little bit worried about the Eagles and, um, maybe choose somebody else for the NFC. I think the 49ers are very easy team to pick they are a very good team um the lions though i think they they are also a very good team i think they're a little bit of a wild card coming into this um but i think that they could definitely make a deep playoff run so just a couple teams to kind of think about other than the eagles um the Bengals lose to the steelers 34 to 11 the bills beat the chargers 24 to 22 the Lions hold off the Vikings 30 to 24. The Dolphins beat the Cowboys 22 to 20, and the Ravens beat the 49ers 33 to 19 in a possible Super Bowl matchup. Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, had four interceptions in that game, so not a great game for him. Um, so try to turn things around. But the Chiefs, they lost to the Raiders. They have had a couple of losses here recently. And along with the Eagles, you know, the Super Bowl matchup from last year where the Chiefs won over the Eagles in a very good game. Both of those teams are not looking very good right now. Um, I don't really think that either of those teams will make it back to the Super Bowl this year. So I don't think that there will be a back-to-back champion this year. Um, I think... Me personally, I think it's going to be the Ravens and the Lions. I'm throwing in the Lions just because we saw what the Ravens did to the 49ers this past weekend. I think it's going to come down to the Lions and the 49ers in the NFC Championship. And I think the Lions are going to come out on top in a very good game. But, um... And then in AFC, I think it might be the Ravens and the Dolphins. Dolphins are looking pretty good. Um, But the Ravens have very good defense this year. And I think um, that will be a very good Super Bowl between them. If that were to happen, I think that would be a very fun game to watch. Um, And then some... Matchups to watch in our Week 17 preview. The Lions versus the Cowboys. The Packers versus the Vikings. So, for you Vikings fans here, um, big game against the rival Packers. Dolphins versus the Ravens in a possible AFC Championship preview. The Steelers versus the Seahawks. And the Bengals versus the Chiefs. To wrap up today's episode, since it is the last episode of the year, I wanted to do a top 10 sports moments from the year. So um, I'm going to do that. I'm really excited for this. Spend a lot of time thinking about it. And I think you guys are going to like it. So at number 10, I want to do something a little local that happened here in Bismarck. Um, The Bismarck Larks hosted the Northwoods League Great Plains All-Star Game along with the Home Run Derby. It was super fun. Now they had a performance after the Home Run Derby, I believe. And, um, 
you know, a couple of the large players ended up in the All-Star Game. Benjamin Rosengard, who we had on the podcast a couple months ago. He made it onto there among others. Um, so, but that was that was really fun, really fun to watch, really fun that it was in Bismarck. Um, so that was just a really cool experience. And then at number nine, the Georgia Bulldogs went back-to-back national titles in college football. They won it over TCU. I think it was like 63 to 7, some huge blowout. Um and then at number eight, the Rangers win their first World Series in franchise history over the Diamondbacks. You know, this the whole playoffs this year were super crazy with the Diamondbacks making it in. I mean, who who would have thought the Diamondbacks? They beat the Brewers, they beat the Dodgers, um, so they beat a couple really good teams to get in there. And then the Rangers, um, very good starting rotation that kind of powered them to their... At number seven, Domingo Yerman throws the 24th perfect game in MLB history. I think that was a pretty special moment. Pretty cool to watch that because it obviously doesn't happen very often. At number six, the Denver Nuggets win their first NBA title in franchise history over the Miami Heat. So a couple of first titles for the Nuggets and the Rangers. At number five, LSU defeats Florida in the men's college world series behind fantastic paul skeens he ended up going number one overall to the pirates very good pitcher and it was very fun to very fun to watch him play in the college world series and number four just otani and his whole season shohei had a crazy season with his second mvp of his career um, I really remember there was a doubleheader. I think the first game he threw a shutout, and then he hit like two or three home runs or something. It was it was crazy. I remember that. That was a very cool moment for him. Um, and then obviously signing with the Dodgers to the record ten year, seven hundred million dollar deal after this crazy season. And along with that, this is he's having his second Tommy John surgery, so he won't be able to pitch this season. He will be able to hit, but it'll be interesting to see um, if he will hit on the level that he has the past few years after his surgery. But uh, number four, Otani season. Some honorable mentions before we get to my top three. Ronald Acuna Jr. becomes the fifth player ever to be a part of the 4040 club and he created the 4070 club 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases kansas city chiefs defeat philadelphia eagles in the super bowl the las vegas golden knights win the stanley cup over the florida panthers and spain won the women's world cup so a couple honorable mentions and then at number three was march madness it was it was madness. Purdue, number one seed, second time. The 16 seed is upset the number one seed. Um, and then San Diego State making it in and UConn winning it all. Um, crazy Elite Eight and Final Four teams. And then the women's bracket, Caitlin Clark having a crazy tournament, but then LSU coming out on top. Um, lots of controversy surrounding that. Um, but... You know, and but there was a lot of records for the viewing, so that is cool. Um, but overall, just the March Madness tournament 
very fun to watch. At number two, LeBron James becomes the all-time leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And after he did that, there was a very cool uh, they, moment. They paused the game, and Kareem handed LeBron the ball. So that was pretty cool to watch. Um, so yeah, that's coming in at number two. And at number one is the World Baseball Classic. It was super fun to watch this year. And specifically, you know, the whole tournament, but really what was super cool was the final at-bat of the series. Otani was pitching, he was facing Trout, and it's, you know, Otani who might be the best, one of the best players we've ever seen, and then Trout who is this, you know, prodigy, and a lot of expectations surrounding him, and he was, you know, he's been really good, but he's had some injuries lately, but you know, one of the best players of the decade, um, and then Otani struck him out, and I think that was, that was a really cool moment to watch them, and they were teammates at the time, too, so that was kind of cool, so yeah, that is my top 10 sports moments of the year, um, I think that was just a really cool thing to do, especially since it's the last episode of the year, so I was really looking forward to doing that, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget Sunday, no, er, December 31st, not November, um, will be a college football playoff preview. So if you're into college football at all, uh, make sure to listen to that one. Should be a good one. Um, so thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did. I really enjoyed doing that top 10. And um, we will see you next time on Around the League.